<laughs> All right, we're rocking and rolling. We're back. Oh, we're back. But is but your voice is not. <laughs> Literally, like I just woke up. I mean, I woke up and it was like, oh, that's good. Great. You know, especially when you do trainings all day and talk all day. <laughs> well, at least we're headed into a weekend. Hopefully you can rest that beautiful voice. Thank you. Right. Try that with three children. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And when I'm when I'm when I'm singing, I don't know how many people would say it's a beautiful voice, but we'll go with that. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Oh man. It feels like it's been a while since we've dished. I know, because we had like the whole holidays in there, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, right. That all happened. <laughs> right. Did right? that happen? <laughs> yes, we were there. We did that. We did that. Yes. We did that whole holiday thing and now we're we're back into like the work thing. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. It feels good to be back. I know. I like I like routine. I'm like, can we please like I just need my kids to go back to school and then I'm in like full routine mode. Yeah. Good news, they're not in the house right now. So <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna pop into the they're dish today. <laughs> no, but is Luna gonna make an appearance? I mean, you never know. It was her birthday yesterday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Luna. Luna's um, 70s dog, Charles, in case you... Okay. Okay. <laughs> she makes how, an how appearance. Old, how old is Luna? She just turned two, and she oh, yeah. um, every now and then likes to pop into the dish or bark her way into the dish. Either way. Yeah. Well, she's Did... just coming into adulthood, I think. Dogs That's are it. adults at yeah. two. Did she get like a... Did you give her a cake? A dog cake? We had these like little dog bones that were frosted and they said happy birthday on them. They were like these big like cookie cakes. They were very cute. Oh, that's so cute. Did you try one? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but my kids were very interested in them. They're like, they smell good. I'm like, I mean, try it. I think my husband tried a dog treat the other day, actually. Like we were in the kitchen. He was like, this isn't bad. And I was like, I tell the kids that. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So should we should we dance it out? Let's dance it out before dance it we out. dish it out. All right. Hang on. And wait for it. Y'all are too funny. <laughs> favorite when that beat drops oh same <laughs> charles you may be hands down the best dancer that we've had on You're the podcast right. so far that's I... pretty good considering i don't dance <laughs> i'll second that <laughs> see you win you win um okay so we're here we did our little intro we've done a little conversation um and now it's time to talk about what we're gonna dish about we are dishing about oep and for that we have our very dear friend, Charles Prince, joining us today. Thanks so much for being here, Charles. Well, thank you for having me. I am honored and excited about it. Excellent. Before we jump into any specific topics of conversation and questions, um, can you give us a little bit of background about who you are, what your work history has been, and just maybe a fun little personal anecdote about yourself? 
Yes, I am Charles Prince. A lot of people remember my name by putting the last name first. They have Prince Charles. Uh, I live in Houston and I've been in this business over 20 years, been married 44 years. And I say that because uh, you guys weren't even born when I got married. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. A beautiful wife and two beautiful daughters and two grandsons. So I love what I do. I love Devoted. When Devoted came to Houston uh, over four years ago. So I was a part of that original team and it's been going so great. And I'm excited. I got to awesome. meet Charles' team when I first started actually at Devoted. They were already uh, up and running and ready to go. <laughs> I remember meeting Laura. <laughs> yeah. And it's so it's so funny hearing people call you Charles Prince because I always hear people call you Prince <laughs> Charles or Mr. Prince. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess I'm old enough to be a mister now. <laughs> I don't feel it, but I've been married 44 years. What can I say? Yeah. Numbers are just numbers. It's all about the mindset, right? That's true. We'll see what you say when you reach my age. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I think, take... I think you would still say that. I would agree with you. Right. There's something to it. Um, okay. So let's dig right in, Prince mm -hmm. Charles. So yes. we're here to talk about OEP. Um, we obviously just wrapped AEP, had some holidays. People are coming back into the swing of things. What would you say is kind of the number one most important thing brokers should keep in mind as we kind of get into the OEP cycle? I think the number one thing is to start it the way you want it to end. And what I mean by that, Stephanie, is that we need to get off to a really good start. Uh, I think tomorrow is the best labor saving device ever invented. Most people say, I'm going to do it, but I'll get started tomorrow. I think they should jump right on this thing. I always have a, a four prong approach to selling and that's decide what you want, decide what you're willing to give up, associate with people that can help you and have a plan. So the plan, we're in OEP, we have to have that plan and we have to work that plan. And we can talk more about the details of that, but that's that's what I would say, get started, decide how many applications you want uh, for this OEP and go after yeah. it because you can do it. And understanding that if you don't have a goal, you're not gonna hit a goal. So you, you gotta have it, can't be afraid of having a goal, go for it. Yeah, I have something to aim for. Can you go through just one more time those four prong, that four prong approach that you just rattled off? Um, that way, we, the users and the here, the listeners can kind of write them down as you're talking about them. So, I know. Yeah. I was like trying to like think of them as you were saying them. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, decide what you want. And not just from the standpoint of your career, but your life. What do you want mm -hmm. for your marriage? What do you want for your kids? What do you want for your personal growth? Decide what you want. And what you're willing to give up is number two, because everything has a price. It has a price. you got to be willing to pay that price. And number three is associate with people that can help you. In this industry, there are a lot of people like ourselves that are willing to help you. And birds of a feather flock together. I think that's how the whole saying goes. So you yeah. become like the people you associate with. The only thing that's going to determine where you're going to be five years from now is two things, in my opinion, the books you read and the people you associate with. So decide what you want, decide what you're going to give up, associate with the people that can help you and plan your work and work your plan. I mean, it is that simple and understand the why behind it. 
A lot, a lot of us have big goals. We make these goals every year. We call them New Year's resolutions. So now we're in OEP. You can start right now in this open enrollment period and make this the best year ever. I think too, like one thing there is like, we can say what we want, right? And and know what we want. Um, mm -hmm. But building the plan, I think can be one of the hardest parts of that, right? Like, okay, how do I put this in action? What's What's my first step, right? I think the first step's the Good. hardest one to take. Um, yes. So I don't know if some of you had that in your line of questioning, but like what might be like a first step there? Yeah. If I was an agent right now, my first step would be if I had a book of business, I would start reaching out to my book of business. We know with Devoted, over 62% of our members come from referrals. So I would reach out from my existing book of business, touch bases with them, make sure they understand what plan they're on and see if they have any questions and see what that leads to. Part of that plan for me, Laura and Stephanie, would be anyone in my sphere of, of influence will know what I do. A lot of us have friends and relatives and neighbors that have no idea what we do. I would pick up my phone. I would call 15 or 20 of them a day and say, let me just tell you what I do. And I wouldn't complicate it. I wouldn't say I'm in Medicare Advantage. I wouldn't say I'm in insurance. But you need to have a good elevator speech in about 30 to 40 seconds to be able to tell anyone you know what you do in a way that they would say, you know what? I know someone that should be calling you. That's what I would be doing right now. I love that. And I the way that you break that down, and I think it's honestly great timing to have this conversation because we are at the start of a new year, a lot of conversations around goal setting and not just in your personal life, but professional life as well. And so this is all really great to tie in. And as you were talking, Charles, thinking through, okay, you've got your book of business, you've got your contacts, connect with people, build that network in OEP, rules and regulations look a little different than during AEP. So what are some of those critical kind of do's and don'ts, best practices as you go into OEP that brokers should really pay attention to and be aware of? Yeah, that's a really good question, Stephanie. So along that lines, I would be thinking about just doing events. Don't even think about OEP because we have to stay compliant. And to stay compliant, there's no marketing program for OEP. There's a marketing program that revolves around what we do every day. That means we're looking out for or reaching out to turning 65s, people that have just moved into the area, people that may have lost their employer group coverage. We may be looking into uh, uh, it's probably a few others that I haven't thought about. But to have your regular events that you would have and you'll find that the OEP candidates would kind of surface without you even having to promote it. Because when you go and do an event, particularly like a Medicare one-on-one, you got to talk about the different SEPs anyway. And so in doing so, you're going to pick up on those sales that you would that that you would pick up on anyway, because you're doing the right thing for the right reason. So if that's not making perfect sense, Laura, Stephanie, just ask more questions about it. But I'm saying just be yourself. You want to be compliant. You want you don't want to promote any OEP events. You want to promote your regular events and let the OEP happen on its own. Yeah, I think that, that it really does nail it um, exactly as it is, right? It's like, you know, the fact that we, we can't say, hey, you can make a change, right? We can't yell that from the rooftop. Exactly. We can't say, Hey, it's OEP. Come, come, change with me. But we can say, Hey, are you new to Medicare? Or Hey, do you uh, did you recently move here? 
or hey, do you have low income subsidy, right? We can say all those other things. Um, and I love that you mentioned the Medicare 101 because like shameless plug here, we have a Medicare 101 presentation in our marketing storefront as oh. well as even an LIS presentation in our storefront that wow. our brokers and agents can use um, to do those presentations. Oh, that's, that's a good point. And, you know, you also have a, an, an SCP if a company is five-star and we have two five-star plans in our market. So you got a lot of opportunity. I think the old saying is the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. So it's, it's a lot of opportunity out there for us. And uh, this first quarter should be our best quarter yet. That was a good saying. <laughs> oh, thanks. Just full of them today, Charles. It's like so great. Yeah. That's you too. I'm feeding off of your energy. You guys have such high energy. I could just sit back and listen to the two of you. And I mean that sincerely. <laughs> yeah, just great chemistry. Oh, that's so kind of you. Thank, Thank you, Charles. Um, well, we enjoy it too. We enjoy listening to ourselves. And hopefully people who are tuning in are also enjoying this. That's well, also the goal. You can tell we all enjoy what we do. And it's just... I yes. came for a price on doing something that you enjoy. I wake up excited every day about working with seniors and people that have Medicare. And there's so much information out there that they just have no idea. And uh, I guess the, the word says people have, they, they have not because they ask not. But sometimes we don't even know what questions to ask. And that's why it's so good to, 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 to learn as we're, we're reaching out and just giving you just general information today, but the, every bit of information you get is so helpful. And so with this OEP being right here, it's just, it's just an opportunity because what OEP really represents is that you have your AEP, your annual enrollment period between uh, October 15th and December 7th, but from January 1 to March 31st, anyone that has a Medicare Advantage plan can make one change. And that's the, the whole idea behind OEP. Sometimes people do get in a plan and they feel like, oh, my God, I, I, I don't know if I really wanted to do this. So we can actively market that you do have an option. But when we do our regular events and that comes up, we can let them know that there is an option out there where they can make one change to a like plan, meaning that mm -hmm. they can go from a Medicare Advantage plan with prescription drugs to another Medicare Advantage plan with prescription drugs or that prospect can go from a Medicare Advantage plan to traditional Medicare, then they can pick up a, a standalone drug plan. But they cannot go from, say, I had a supplement last year and I want to go to a Medicare Advantage plan. That won't work. So those are some of the things I want everyone to keep in mind. Yeah, those are good reminders. Oh, sorry, Laura, were you going to say I, something? No, I mean, I, I agree. I think that's really important to know, like, who is it that can make these changes during OEP especially? Um, and I do like that, you know, again, you you point to those events, um, you know, the educational ones, but even like right the tabletops and things like that, because I think that is one of the biggest questions I do hear from agents is like, well, can I still do events during OEP? And it's like, yes, yes, you can still do those. So I love that you're talking about that and like getting out there in the community and um, just really that that love of just teaching people, because I think that's what it is here, right? Is like, we just want to get out in the community and let people know what Medicare is and how it works and, and the um, options that are available to them. Exactly. No, I'm sorry. But now is the time because uh, people are open. All the venues that you would go to, whether it's a senior living facility or, 
uh, or physician office or dental office, they're all open right now. So uh, they, they're open to opportunity. They're scheduling. They're putting things on their calendars right now. So they're waiting for you so that they can book you on their calendar so that you can have a good week, a good month, and a good year. And what I'm hearing from you and one of the questions that I had was, okay, if I'm a broker and I didn't maybe certify with a carrier during AEP, is it too late? Should I just wait until next AEP to become certified or is there an opportunity? Is it worth it for me to become certified now and still kind of potentially see what can happen during OEP? And what I'm hearing from you is that the opportunity is still there. The opportunity exists. So don't hesitate, become certified, work your way through it and kind of potentially have a really positive impact on the members in your community. It is such so much wisdom in what you just stated, Stephanie, because Think about it. A lot of agents that didn't certify last year for whatever reason, they're thinking, well, I'll just wait until AP next year to do it. Why would you do that? It's so much low hanging fruit. There are 10,000 people plus turning 65 every day in America. So mm -hmm. it's so much of an opportunity out there. If I was an agent, I would not leave any low hanging fruit on the ground when you can be become uh, uh in a position where you can hit your goals. Some of you have goals to get out of debt. With the kind of money you guys make as brokers, you could easily get out of debt. How many enrollments would it take for you to get out of debt? But more importantly, you're helping those seniors and people with Medicare have a better life and, and, mm -hmm. and, and better health. And there's no price you can put on that. No doubt. And that was something that I was thinking about as well when you were talking about um, people being able to make one change. They can make one change during OEP. And I feel like that's so profound because it's not just whether it's Medicare Advantage or in your life. If you make one change, it can be a life-changing choice. And so I think those are the things that I speak volumes and are very powerful that can be paralleled, not just within Medicare Advantage, but within somebody's life as well. So I love that. That was deep, oh, honey. That was deep. On yeah. Friday, I took it there, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that's that's pretty heavy there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. I mean, all you need is one, period. Yeah. One. And everybody should be thinking, I'm the one. I've always thought if it's one in a hundred, I'm the one. Why not you? Why is it somebody else? It's your turn. It's your yeah. turn. Everything you've had faced, have faced up to this point in your life has led you to this point. Now is your time. Now is your season. It's OEP. Let's let's make it happen. Heck yeah! You heard it from Charles. Make it happen, guys. Yeah. You're the one. You're the oh, one. Here we go. I feel it's so inspired from this. I'm gonna make one change. I know I'm the one. Like I've got this. We <laughs> do tackle. Yeah. We do. Um, I was going to ask as well, and this is almost a question, I think, for both of you. Um, so whoever wants to answer first, jump on in. Um, one, Stephanie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you are the one, Laura. Um, when we think about from Devota's perspective, from the carrier's perspective, how can we and different carriers best support brokers during OEP? What can we do to help support them? during these next couple of months? I'll let Charles stay first and then I can hop in. Yeah, so we have some great programs we're devoted. Number one, our leadership, our broker managers are excited about training. 
And oftentimes agents don't get off to a good start. They, they're not successful because they have not been properly trained. So in our portal, you can go to devoted.com. There's a section that says for brokers. We have so much training right there for you. We have literature that's already compliant, that's CMS approved, that you can use in your marketing. We have programs called a Star Sellers Program that when you write your first app, we're going to uh, uh, put at your disposal money that, that you can use to help market your business. So that's just a couple of ideas that, that I have on the top of my head. Yeah, I think you hit all, a lot of them there, Charles, and that's exactly it. I think you know we can support you by giving you the training, giving you the resources. Um, again, another shameless plug, we do have training next week as well on member retention and referrals and OEP. It's all on that devoted.com slash brokers. Go to the Learning Center. Um, and then I, I think, too, just having some marketing um, assets. I agree, Charles, you know, the marketing assets available. We have mailers that can go out for new to Medicare. We have event mailers and flyers that you can utilize. Um, we have five-star flyers. If you're in one of our five-star areas, we have rack cards that you can use. Um, and so we have we have tabletop banners. I mean, I could just keep going on and on. But we have so many marketing materials. And I think that's one way we want to support you. We want to support you by saying, hey, here's some marketing materials that you can use. Um, and a lot of these can be uh, even ordered electronically. And if you order them electronically, you can print them at your own um, and it's no cost to you to get them electronically too. That's good. And we also have those personalized pieces. I know you mentioned the flyers, but some of our pieces can be personalized with your name, your photo and other information. So really go to our portal when you get a chance to see what we have to offer you. Oh yeah. And social media posts that are customizable too. So you can use those social media posts and, and um, you know, again, get your Facebook up and going with um, your business Facebook page. All the options, so many opportunities. That's so great. That's really helpful. And again, I think it's just great to better understand that they're not alone. You as a broker, you're not alone. You've got a community of people that are here, a network of individuals that are ready to jump in and support you as well. And so um, contact local broker managers, contact your team members, uh, especially with Devoted, we're, we're happy to help. And Laura, as you were talking to, we've mentioned the five-star a couple different times as a shameless plug, and that's Florida and Ohio, just in case that was not clear. Um, that is Florida and Ohio. So those are our two five-star states uh, rolling into the next year, which is very exciting. Laura, did you have any other questions, any other things that we want to make sure we pick Prince Charles's brain about before we... No, I just think it's like, it's so great, um, you know, hearing those four pillars and then diving into those deeper and just really learning about what that next step is that those agents should take. Um, you know, I think, again, that's the hardest thing, right? It's just making that change and taking that first step and, um, you know, knowing where to find support. Um, and so I think just hitting on all of those was fantastic. I agree. It's been great. Good. So Charles, before we wrap, is there anything else that you want to make sure that we communicate from all of the wisdom in your brain um, that you want to make sure we convey to the brokers before we call the dish a wrap for today? If you've never sold a Medicare Advantage plan, let's just take devoted out of the equation, but just sell your first one and do it right. 
and just see the feeling that comes over you. It's bigger than finances because if you help enough other people get what they want, you're going to always get what you want. So just get started. Don't stop. And and the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. So for some of you, this will be your first step. For some of you, this will be a, a reinvigoration of what you should have done in the past. But you got to flush the past and move on. Today is a new day. You're a new person. You're not even the same person you were yesterday. So let's just make this a great year. And I believe in you. We all believe in you. Make it happen. And we're not going to wait till tomorrow because it's today. That's the best latest ever device ever invented is, yeah, you can do it, but do it tomorrow. No, we're not going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it today. The present, the precious present. By the way, Stephanie, I don't know if you didn't get the memo on the blue. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very offended that I did not get this Me memo. And Charles got that oh. memo. I don't know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the vacation. I took the holidays. <laughs> oh, too funny. <laughs> um, okay. Well, now that we've wrapped on kind of the OEP conversation, Charles, we close down every dish episode with a very random question that comes from me, which I love to keep Laura on her toes because she doesn't know what's coming ever. Oh, okay. um, and these are questions that you cannot get wrong. They are not work related. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> and so today, this actually ties in so perfectly, because as we're talking about the new year, OEP, opportunities for chances and change, I'm very curious. Do you set resolutions? Do you believe in resolutions? As you go into new year, do you have an intention for the year? What is your, your vision or your theme or your feeling for 2024? Oh, my goodness. You would ask that type of question. The, the answer would be yes. Yes. What I found in my 69 years of living is that 87% of the people in America do not even have goals. Only 13% have goals. And only 5% write those goals down. So every year I set my goals, I write them down, I talk about them with my spouse. And the people that have goals, write them down, 97% of those goals become reality. So I do believe in setting goals and writing them down. Don't just set them. And if you can get pictures of what you want, put those pictures all over your house. Like if you want to get out of debt, take pictures of a credit card symbol that you want to pay off and stick it on your refrigerator. Put some goals around. If you want to take a nice trip, find a nice picture from a travel magazine of Hawaii and put it on your refrigerator to remind yourself constantly of why we do what we do every day. Maybe colleges for your kids. Put pictures of colleges so that you can be imprinting your mind. This is why I'm doing this. So yeah, definitely set goals. Good question. I had no idea you're going to ask it. Vision boards. They call them vision boards. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Very powerful, Charles. I know. Very cool. Thank you. Do you want me Thanks to answer too? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Laura, you're not excluded from this, <laughs> question. From this question. Yeah, I'd love to hear her answer. I do believe in New Year's resolutions. I am going to be very transparent and honest. I am in the 80, wait, 87% that don't write it down. I'm very bad about writing it down. I'm going to though, this today. I'm not even going to wait yeah. till tomorrow. I'm going to write it down today. This has inspired me. Um, 
But I I do, I make everyone at New Year's parties go around and say their resolution every time. People are like, oh, here we go again. I'm like, yes, we're doing this. Like, we're all going to talk about them because I think talking about them is important because then it does wow. you accountable to it. So I do make people, I make people talk about it. <laughs> well, you write That's it down, cool. Laura, and you send it to Charles and I. So I'm going to take a picture. Yep. Take a picture. Send it to us so we know what it is. Yeah, I'm thinking like even like little post-it notes, maybe. I don't know. What about you, Stephanie? Do you um I feel like you're <laughs> down. I feel like you do it. <laughs> I, I, I write vision it. boards. I oh, I'm all about the vision boards. You know I that. Do. You yeah. know that. Um, <laughs> I am a big fan of a word. I pick a word for the year. It feels very consumable to me and doesn't feel overwhelming. Um, and so my word for this year is expand. And that is in all senses. That's in relationships. That is with my family. That is within myself. That is in my spiritual connection and my networks, community, financials, all of it. Just very expansive, like take up space. That is that is my my word for 2024. Wow. What a dish. This one, I mean, I've heard three or four of them. And this one, I have to say with what you guys have just shared is phenomenal. It's great stuff. I know. I told Laura. I told her. I'm like, this is going to be our best one yet. She has lost her voice. We're all coughing. This is going to be the best one. And I. She did. She wrote it down. And then. (laughs) Expand. I like that. I know. Expand. That's. uh, You're you're really deep today, Stephanie. (laughs) Tapped in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, Charles, thank you again so much for taking some time, talking with us, sharing your wisdom. This has been a very enjoyable conversation, and I'm so grateful that you were here. Thank you. Yes. All the best. Yeah. All right, guys. Wait. Oh, wait. Wait. We can't leave yet. Hold on. We got to dance it out. We got to dance it out. There we go. Charles, you're not done. Yeah.